You, your bladder's failed five times, and you have more than five toilets on your lot, so there's no excuses to why you did that. I'm just a careless caregiver, like, I don't watch over my big people. NSFW warning. This podcast is very unsafe for work. This is the explicit tag on iTunes. Episode may contain Sims, Sims architecture, Disney Channel pop stars, YouTube, social media, American Girl dolls, and menstruation. Welcome to To Be Honest Podcast, where every week a special guest invites us into their web of lies. They tell us their stories, their shit posts, and dumpster fires that are too crazy to be true. And in the end, they come clean about their most delicious, wild and out, out of their ass lie they've ever told, and someone believed them. Yeah! Season Season two. two. Season two. two. Well, I love that today we have a seasoned listener. It's true. Uh, Kit can was schooling us on our own guests' uh, (laughs) favorite uh, stories, even names that I can I can remember the code name myself. So uh, thank you, Kit. Which I love that you chose this name because immediately I have in my head not Indiana Jones, but the badass female Indiana Jones, whose name is Kit, and you've got a safari hat on, waiter boot, button down shirt, like khaki shirt, yeah, a whip, a bull whip, mm-hmm. and you've got I don't know your iPhone, and you're about to go geocaching. You're not quite Laura <laughs> Croft, but you're not in. You're no Indiana Jones. Your kit. I was thinking of an American Girl. Doll, I to be was honest. gonna say that's exactly <laughs> why. Yes! As a child, it was my first American Girl. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to have several. Over the years with my sister, we had a walk-in closet that we painted and put all the little furniture in and played in it for hours. And Kit was my favorite because she looked just like me mm-hmm. when I was younger, and she had a typewriter. Kit, really had, cool. Kit was um, the the Great Depression. Yeah, the Great her Depression era. girl. Her parents had no money, and they rented out rooms in their house and okay. made it. It was it's like a modern or not a modern, an old day Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay. like, it's a modern Airbnb. It would have been just considered a boarding house. No. They would have just was... called it a boarding house back in the day. Oh, okay. But to yeah. the I don't modern remember. day, we would call it an Airbnb. Yeah, no. see, I don't even remember the books I read. See? Um, Did Kit wear glasses? No, that's Molly. We don't, yeah. We don't talk, we don't about, talk Molly. about Molly. I had Samantha. Samantha's and then cool. my sister had the Swedish girl. Kirsten was my Kirsten. second favorite. Is Kirsten the one who does the St. Lucia hmm? braids? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was Kit. No, no, Kit's got the short hair and the freckles. And the, oh, cute. And Abigail Breslin played her in a movie, and I was really mad about it, because I don't like Abigail Breslin that much, apparently. We were just talking about representation in our favorite uh, mega conglomerate for children. Uh, can we say their name on the <laughs> I podcast? I feel like we or? shouldn't, because I feel like they'll know. We should call it um, Is Day. Is Day. It's that's a great just to name. let you guys know it's not Pixar. It's not Pixar. <laughs> it's not in the same company at all. Yeah, as any superheroes or sci-fi movies or anything or reboots. They did. They didn't buy a giant um, company recently either. No, that had a year decade century in it. Well, we were talking about representation um, just a few moments ago, and that's that's funny that American Girl comes up because I thought I was like, well, I'm half Venezuelan, but I present white super white and I thought Josefina was my girl right because she's I don't know her backstory but I thought she's Mexican I feel like she was living in the United States but I think she was originally from Mexico with American Girl is that you can be blissfully unaware of all Mm -hmm. the other stories 
and that is an issue. Well, no, and it's like it's cute though that you can look through a catalog and find one that looks like you. And I was like, well, she doesn't really look totally like me because I'm straight black hair and she's much dark. Like her skin color is much much darker darker than mine. But I love American the American Girl dolls. I never had one growing up, but I always coveted them from afar. Yeah. I didn't get one until pretty much too late. Like, I was almost 12. And yeah. And so it was kind of like, I was kind of over it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents kind of like, they were kind of, they were they were salty about it. But I was like, I'm also 12. About wanting it? Okay. About how they finally got it for me and I didn't like play with it at all. And I'm like, I'm also 12. Like, <laughs> you got to get in there. Nine. nine I would nine even say old. younger than that. Like... How old were you when Seven you were and eight? when you first got your... Um, I was in first grade, I think, when I got yeah, Kit, and then a year later, my grandma got Kirsten for me, because I'm Norwegian, and she was, like, Swedish, Norwegian. Close enough. Actually, really close, so I got that, and then I got Josefina, because I think I was in third grade, and I was like, I love her! <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I had Samantha, happened. because I wanted to have... What's Samantha's backstory? Um, Bitch. she's rich. Oh! oh. Rich. <laughs> That's rich literally girl. why I, she was a rich white girl. Who was and her friend? She had a friend that, didn't she have a? Yeah, she had a poor friend. Yeah, the poor. <laughs> oh my literally. God. Was it Nellie? Was that Yeah, Nellie. Well, I remember Molly and Emily, um, who was a British girl. And then Kit had Ruthie, who was rich too, and Kit wasn't. They all had opposite friends. Mm. Yeah. So Samantha was like. We're ca- talking like rocker, like Rockefeller oh, level old money. of like old money mm-hmm. in what like the East Coast. Yeah, riding horses. She was she was nineteen oh four. Yeah, she was nineteen oh four. All of them ended with fours all of their years. Yep, nineteen oh four. Here's some American Girl trivia if you're following along. Nineteen fifty four was Molly, which is why we don't talk about her. Yeah, and then there she's they a victory added baby. She was what a victory baby. She well. Uh, they also added, like, Julie, 1974 was her year, and she became, like, the cool kid. And then her best friend was Ivy. And at one point, they made all of the friend dolls and then discontinued all the friends immediately after. Yeah. And then they did, they tried to do friends for a while, because there was one that's super new that I don't even remember their names, but they I think they were New Orleans dolls. What I think is so fascinating about American Girl is that it's probably one of the only like doll companies that had representation before it was cool mm-hmm. like even though it was shitty representation it was still some representation yeah and that like the popularity of those dolls of color mm-hmm. i think is actually what inspired the look like you dolls where mm-hmm. they you could start going in and custom getting american girl dolls with disabilities mm-hmm. if you were a girl who huh. had a pump for insulin you could get one on your american girl what? doll you could that. get a real wheelchair american do- girl doll it like started a whole revolution in there which i appreciate i also appreciate the care and keeping of you probably the best book for girls about mm-hmm. menstruation in the human body that's ever been written it's but, really good it's yeah i've heard super that good. Yeah. is it pink and it, no, it's white. Well, I think they have towels on all the girls on the cover. They maybe? do. They have all towels, yeah. and it's all representation. All in representation that book too. too. Like that's one of the things where we can shit on American Girl doll. The care and keeping of you. The care and keeping of you. I'll, I'll get it for you. I no, still have next mine. next birthday. <laughs> no, please do because you know one. You want to know my sex education? Yeah. Is my grandmother took me down to the Mountain Terrace Library, <laughs> age I don't know, 
10. Yeah. And she went up to the counter to the librarian and said, um, quote, <laughs> quote, I don't know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Quote, so we're looking for books about a young woman's time. Do you have some recommendations? Dang. And then she, without another word, yeah. we went snake up and down the, I don't know, menstruation aisle, whatever it is yeah. in the nonfiction area, and checked out probably, I don't know, seven to ten books. And then my grandmother said, read these. And then I sat on the couch in the living room, flipping through life science and cosmo girl, yeah. menstru- you know, d- female development womb. And that was the last word we had until like two years later when I thought Meg eat me in the pool. And I thought that's why I started my period. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh need me in the pool. And I... And I started it that weekend, and I didn't know what to... I was like, oh my god, if Maggie hadn't need me <laughs> on accident, this is what my life would have changed. Oh, no. It's interesting that in this time and place, I don't think they could make that book again. I no. don't think they could make The Caring Keeping of You. I think women, a lot of very conservative moms would be outraged and say that they were pushing the like gay agenda because they are very frank about female sexuality and how, like, female, the female body develops. And they have pictures that are very detailed. They have pictures of the vagina. Like, it goes really in-depth. And I just remember that my mom would recommend it to everyone. And they would take her recommendation because my mom is an RN who worked as an OBGYN in labor and delivery. So she knows like her shit. And I just think it's so interesting to think about how nowadays that would be interpreted as too much information in something that, that like isn't, shouldn't be spoken about. Like that the female like anatomy has been weaponized to that extreme. I think it's kind of that expansion shrinkage model. It's a lot of other parts of our society are we're talking about them more and are getting expanded are more coming to the forefront and then it causes this ripple effect to shrink and hold tighter onto things that maybe are polar polar to that because it feels more comfortable. Like Teen Vogue when they started talking about anal sex and trying to be frank and give good information about it. Yeah, on, you didn't hear about this? in their online I hear a magazine. Lot about Teen Vogue, but oh, yeah. they only do like four issues in a year now in print, or do they yeah, stop that? They don't do print at all, so they're okay. online only. So well, I like it was, what uh, I've seen from them so yeah. far, but I didn't see that. Well, because it's run by a radical black woman, like. Of course you like it. She knows her. She (laughs) knows what's up. Like, she's not going to take anybody's shit. And what was so funny was all the conservative white parents who flipped their shit over the idea that Teen Vogue would be offering safe, correct, like, information about anal sex. And they burned. They had burning parties of Teen Vogue. But it's an online magazine. So they're not even, like, <laughs> well, burning the information that they don't like. That they're just... reminds me of, have you guys heard of um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and yeah. what they did with the, um, like, I think it was football teams and, like, I don't know much about sports, but it was Native Americans didn't like the Redskins mm-hmm. and they thought it was offensive, obviously. Um, and one of the characters had this idea where it's like, well... 
what makes uh, teams a lot of money? Things they hate. So they changed all the sports teams to like really aggravating um, view, political views. So people buy their merchandise and burn it. Because it's really only making them money when people get pissed off because they're having burning parties where they're buying these $80 jerseys for these sports teams. So they came up with all these ridiculous, like, um, the the gun banners and stuff. And then all the people that were pro-guns were buying all these things because they were angry and burning it. And then the teams were making a lot of money. And it was, like, obviously a view on society today. But Teen Vogue is the same like you're just giving them money even though I think their magazine costs like two dollars and fifty cents for a long time so maybe not a lot of money yeah but they're still making money off of it so that old adage bad press is good press you know it doesn't really matter if someone's talking about you or how they're talking about you it's the fact that they are talking about you. yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely I think that that kind of takes us into the dumpster fire that Mm. we wanted to talk (laughs) about the dumpster fire that is YouTube Yes. Because let's like let's be let's look at how YouTube is a huge platform. It can be a platform for anything. It can be a platform for change, for love, for information, for creativity, and yet they allow it to become a platform for such despicable, like gross things, and then have the audacity to be like. But we watch out. We make sure it's all fresh. I don't know. At this point, I'm so disenfranchised with all the big social media slash media internet conglomerates because they're all just trash. They're the same. They're all the same. And it's we are under the impression that they're propelling us forward. We can create content. We can consume content that enriches our lives. But then it slowly, like, I don't know. I just... It drains it. Yeah. I mean, the only platform that YouTube has been for me is when I made a really embarrassing video in college, and I hope it's hiding somewhere in the dark, dark, far reaches of YouTube and no one will ever find it or see it. That's the only platform that's been for me. Slash music videos. Well, that's the thing, is that every single day, it they up, like, every hour, like, 63 hours of video content is uploaded to YouTube. Yeah. So every, like, calendar day is something like a week of footage that's been added every day. There's no foreseeable way that they can ever be able to understand or go through all the content that's put onto their platform. And I don't think that's the point. I don't think they care. Like, I don't no. think that's, that is, like, what they ever intended to do or ever, like, wanted to do. I think that that is our expectations of other media that we've placed onto a platform that, to be honest, can do whatever the fuck it wants. There is a whole department devoted to making sure that people can't use Alexa and Cortana for pornographic reasons. Like, they were taking... Yes, there's whole departments, research, like, research groups for those types of technologies to make sure they um, don't... a, A human doesn't make them into, you know, vice, viceful uses, right? So, like, you can't be like, Alexa, order me a dildo. Not that. Are you, like, saying, like, I'm Alexa, not... talk dirty to me. Alexa, read uh, a passage from the, I don't know, Sodom and Gomorrah, whatever. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. or, you know, and there's different, and Craigslist has this. Um, lots of companies have this where there's users 
um, uploading content and there's got to be these content mediations. It's because like the human element of us, like we want regulation, we want things to be clean, we want all this stuff, but the other, but the other human part of us does that shit. Like, so in these companies, they just want to make money. Yeah. And that tension between like clean and dirty makes lots of money. You know what's really funny though? What? So people are censoring that on YouTube and all these things, but then the movie Moana was on Pornhub for like a year and no one caught it and people were watching it for free. All of Hamilton. (laughs) Oh, it's on Pornhub. All of Hamilton. All of Hamilton is on Pornhub. And no one knows because they're not. They don't, or, like, all the viewers know, but, like, these big companies aren't like, let's go search Pornhub to make sure our stuff's not that's, on there. That's really smart. That's actually yeah. the most beautiful, I would say, like, metaphor for yeah. our time, is that if you don't want your content to be restricted, put it on a porn site. Yeah, because yeah. no one's checking there. They don't, they're like, oh, you know, they don't yeah, think about it. Yeah, because they're making, they're, and we think of them, uh, you know, it's in a different kind of part of our moral con- society's quote unquote like moral conscious but they're doing the same thing every content that gets uploaded is just another tool to get another atm mm-hmm. for the host mm-hmm. you know and porn sites love the more content the better it's all free mm-hmm. yeah you know i mean it's free for them to make like if you wanted to make money in porn nowadays you don't need to have like an expensive setup or anything like you don't you don't need a lot to make porn nowadays to yeah. make good porn is different and that <laughs> talent definitely, yeah you need definitely talent well talent. just thinking about like the toys you should have and the insurance and that sort of thing but like nowadays i think there is a mentality that because porn is so accessible and easy to make like why not just go out and do it? Why yeah. not make it? Well, but that's... Isn't that what we've been going towards, though? Is yeah. we want to make our own content. I want to be able to take what looks like a $1,000 pictures with my phone. Phone. Yeah. And that's why Apple released the ten, um, iPhone ten. The Apps. iPhone ten slash X slash whatever... Number they want it to be letter. <laughs> I they call, just skipped a few. It's fine. I call mine the iPhone X, and people look at me funny. Oh, you like, have it? it? Yeah. <gasps> Get out. That's awesome. It's a twelve hundred dollar phone. Yeah, it's expensive. I can't afford that. Like, but it's cool. <laughs> this I bought. Th- I bought this phone because my phone was hella broken. Mm-hmm. But I bought this phone specifically for the camera, and that is when I was like, I've lost. Does that make sense? You've lost, yeah. I, yeah. At the, the, I am at a point now where I'm willing to put $1,200 into a, vi- in a device that normally people just talk into, okay? Like, this is still a phone. Do you know the last time I made a phone call on this? When's the last time you FaceTimed? I haven't. <laughs> what? There's a good camera on it. I know. <laughs> Rachel, that's that's, like, that's what's so crazy to me is I find it so difficult to put $1,200 into any photography equipment or any equipment for mm-hmm. what I want to do in my life. But I'll put $1,200 into something that honestly just helps me take better naked selfies. There you go. Like, that's all you need. But that's, that's the whole thing is, like, when I bought this phone, I specifically went, man, I'm going to have some fire naked selfies. Like, I'm going to take some fire nudes now because I have a better camera. 
Well, and that links back to the conversation about anyone can do Pornhub now. See, it's fine. And (laughs) you could just have an iPhone 10 slash X and you're good to go. I know. I'm pretty sure I watched a porn that was filmed on one recently. And was it good? It was okay. There, see? They had a very odd premise. It was like Gamer Girl. It was a Gamer Girl one, and it was, like, this guy trying, like, fucking his girlfriend when she played Overwatch, but, like, it was <laughs> really Wow, weird. a normal wow. night. <laughs> just, just a normal every, day. Every, every yeah. guy's fantasy. Right. Well, well, she played Overwatch, not him. I don't know. Well, I was like, how fun. does... I feel like people like watching games instead of playing. I, you know... Because you don't have to worry about I don't understand. I am still trying to get there with, um... Like, sexual activity during video games. Yeah. I can't, you know, it's not like, and prop, and I'm thinking maybe it's just because I don't play video games, but I think to myself, if I was reading a book, yeah. like, it wouldn't turn me on. Well, maybe actually it would. If, yeah, I was going to say. If I was reading a book and, like, a guy with, Twilight, well, I mean, my what? boyfriend, <laughs> like, was, was, I don't know, like, going down on you, like, while but you were are reading you, a book. So, but, I think that what is important to point out is that it really comes down to the type of enjoyment you get out of a book mm-hmm. and how far you are willing, like, how much are you committed to that hobby? Because for me, if someone, like, fucked me while I was playing Skyrim, it would be, like, <laughs> next fucking level, right? Because that's my favorite game. I have so many emotions that are tied up oh, into okay. that game. I could, like... There are games where I'm like, if I was to have sex to this game, it would have to be very, very emotional sex because this game is so emotional. Like, Journey. Like, I feel like any kind of sexual activity I would have in that, like, I have to have a certain type of, like, experience with it. Like, I can't play Bound without reliving, like, one of the best sexual experiences I ever had in my life. Because I had it while I was playing that game. It, I've, like, I've gone down that rabbit hole before and I totally, it's a very weird experience, but I think that if you're committed and you're really into that one thing, it makes sense. Well, here's the thing about reading, though. Like, we all do this where you, <laughs> read, you read the same paragraph five times and you don't realize it until the sixth and then you're like, I haven't moved one page. So if someone's, like, going down on you while you're reading, you're just going to read the same paragraph and not know what you just read. That's a good That's, point. Books, I mean, you can do other read, stuff. Maybe reading is the bad, bad a picture book. I was just trying to think of, like, the things book. that I liked and then only came well, what, about, what about watching those MTV music videos? What if I go, yeah, on Instagram? What if I'm just scrolling on Instagram for hours? <laughs> why not? That's not, that's not the way. No, why not? I, d- I can't separate myself. You'll be like, oh, I really like or that I picture. Can, yeah, I can't se- have myself separated like that, but also feel enjoy like, this, I don't know. Anyway. But I think that also c- speaks to how serious you are about compartmentalizing your feelings. Out of anyone I've ever met, Christina, you <laughs> want to be completely present at whatever task you have at hand. Aww. You are not the type of person that when you're talking to a person, you're also scrolling through and reading about like the latest dumb shit Donald Trump has said and also slipping, like flopping in between messages that someone is standing, like sending you on Facebook you are completely present for a conversation. And I don't think that's how we're being trained to be anymore. I think nowadays we are trained to get sexual enjoyment 
and still be thinking about like the game tomorrow and about all the messages we need to send as soon as we're done. I think that's like a real thing that we're slowly being like coached into doing. And to have just multiple. To be able to run multiple processes like a computer at the same time. Ah, wow. We're all Sophia. We're all. What's Sophia? What? She's a She's robot. A, our new best friend. But weren't we going to say one of the dumpster fires was going to be when you loved a game to when you played a game? Oh, yeah. So, no. segueing no. into that. No. When our game friend, is life. Our friend Kit is like a Sims fanatic. I love this. I love this. And I, I live for it because I live that every day. Every single day I wake up and I go, should I play Skyrim today? And I don't go, I can't because I will get one fin- I will get one step closer to finishing this game and I can't fucking do it. It's been six years. I've never actually finished it. Well, you can't finish The Sims, which is the hard part. <laughs> this There's is true. No, you can have all of your people die and it's fine and then you have a new generation and then another one and then another it just goes on forever it just goes on forever and then you can put on aging in your townies and then all of them grow up or you could do non-aging so the grandparent of one generation could have dated the same guy who hasn't aged as their grandchild because the sims doesn't really think that far into it but um i asked kit i was like kit why don't you just like use the name of your avatar in sims like you must have an you must have one sim character you've modeled after yourself and they said i don't do people no <laughs> I, I thought i was like that, i thought you, that was the only what, no. reason you played why would you do that <laughs> honestly like think about it it's tiring enough to go through your own day you have to make sure your sim eats too Oh my goodness. No, here's the thing about this the Sims. Is your Sims go to the Sims. bathroom for six minutes. What? And yeah, like their Sim hours are weird. Like, and sometimes they lag and they stand, but like the real gold is like the the building and the houses and that kind yeah. of simulation, which is what The Sims was originally, was the creator of The Sims was doing a building simulation and then thought it'd be fun to add people into it to give it more of an emotional level. Mm-hmm. As you can see, I've watched a several hours on the history of The Sims online, well, but... <laughs> and it's no surprise to me that a bunch of millennials like a game about building houses because we'll never fucking own them. No, we won't. <laughs> like, Which we'll never actually And then, if you want to up, up the antics on this, you can play City Skylines where you build your own city and control people and they tweet at you how they feel about how you're... Um, Poisoning their water, so so what? so actually, so, yeah. it's a real life simulator of so Donald fun. Trump's administration. It's so, but it's America. like America. And the thing is, is I always have to start over because I always I hate building industrial zones, and you always need that in your city, but it pollutes everything. I just want like trees and stores and houses, but they're like, no, we need uh, ships to come in and deliver stuff. You are. But I put my sewage there so the ships can't come. You are a more engaged civic being. (laughs) I just learned more about industrial zoning in that second than I've ever. All all the games I play, like, and I play a lot, but they're all freaking the same. Like Stardew Valley, I'm a farmer, it's great. I'm Mm -hmm, making lots mm -hmm. of money and selling beets and it's super fun. Mm -hmm. And then um, I play Disney Magical World 2 where I own a cafe, fight ghosts, uh, wear cute outfits so I get nice points. Like, it's all just, like, really, like, weird games that everyone's just like, what are you doing? I just feel like it's such a, such an apt description of (laughs) how games are such in the, at least in this day and age, they've become about escapism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An experience. 
And so you want the experience of being able to run your own business without having to deal with the, the in-life stress of running your own business and being able to have it all, if you will, by looking cute. Because we all know that's not the real life. No, you don't not. run your own business and look cute. No, no That's not, not how it, it works. And you can't log off whenever you want. And you can't log off. And you can't cheat your needs. Yeah. You can't just be happy all of a sudden. Which, by the way, it's really fun, going back to The Sims for a second, they tell you, like, your stats, if you do actually play with The Sims, which sometimes you do. Like, there's challenges. Like, there's the 100 baby challenge where you have 100 kids with all these different people, and then, like, you have to take care of them. Um, but it will show, like, <laughs> you, your bladders failed five times, and you have more than five toilets on your lot, so there's no excuses to why you did that. I'm just a careless caregiver. Like, I don't watch over my fake people. So I have a question for you, kid. Okay. Now that we've kind of talked about a little bit about a dumpster fire, mm-hmm. I really want to know an outrageous truth about you. And I heard from a little birdie that you have a blog. I do. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love Kit's blog. Oh, thank me, you. Tell me. I do. What is the most outrageous thing that you've done for your blog? It's like blog content lately. You know, it's kind of tough because... The reason I made <laughs> it's all outrageous. It's, well, it's hard because I literally made and purchased this blog because I had a few days off one week and I was like, I'm just gonna go see a movie. And then I was like, No, there's three movies I want to see. Well, if I'm seeing three movies, might as well see seven. So I went every day for a week. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then I was like, This is interesting. Who's done this? Google searched a few times. Nobody came up. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to contribute to society for once. And I wrote about it. And then I Someone was like... Someone needs to be on the internet <laughs> yeah, about this. for real. Like, was Cars 3 a good movie? Who knows? Was um, Wonder Woman? I gotta find out. And I'm going to compare them throughout the week and see how much money I spent on popcorn. It was a lot. Um, I just <laughs> felt like it was a brazen act yeah, of self-love. It was. It was. You dated yourself consistently for seven oh days. Oh my gosh. I've never done that. No, before. listen. Yeah. This guy, after seeing Cars 3, I went out onto the streets and I was walking home and some person tried to sell me a mixtape on the street and was being really weird about it and someone watched and came up to me and talked to me after and asked me out. It was a thing. But then they tried to make me not go to the movie on my sixth day and I was like, you listen here. I committed <laughs> to seven days of movies. You are not telling me to bail on this. You know how important this is to me. And so I went, and then I went out on a date, and I was like, no. Um, but after spending money on a, a year-long, um, like, owning of the domain and writing, I was like, I gotta do other stuff. So then I started looking at other things I liked, like subscription, reviews, but all the reviews seemed very, like, ad-like, and people yeah. weren't being honest. So I was like, I don't have money. They're not paying me. I'm gonna review it, honestly. So I went through that, and then I had to have, like, fluff content, so I started, like, reviewing my, like, Tinder dates and stuff. How is that fluff content? I just that's love like that side. It's the side post. I, I just love that the outra- outrageous truth is an outrageous act of self-love. Like, that to me is such a beautiful way of starting 2018. Because, yeah. let's be real, yeah. 2017... It was a really hard year. It, it was. was a hard year. I'm pretty sure everybody has, shares that sentiment. Yeah. Yep. Except yeah. for like a few super privileged people who are don't delusional. know anything. But yeah. even 
the president's own voters, I feel like we're all kind of coming at the end of 2017. We're all kind of coming to the same. But, like, no sympathy or, or anything to them because you're like, you did this. It's your fault. You don't you poor, don't get to complain now. You poor, live with poor, this. Truly yeah. poor. Yeah. Ignorant. You know, sold on a sold on a good sell. Like, going back to your point. Yeah. That was such a fucking slog last year. Mm-hmm. This year, I feel like everyone's like, it doesn't matter. I'm doing it. Like, yeah. Whatever yeah, it was I it. wanted to do, I'm doing it. Nothing's holding me back. I'm not making any more excuses. In a, it's I'm gonna sink $150 into a domain so I can go yeah, talk it was about Tinder dates. And, and I'm like, I, I want to do it, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. No, you're. I love that. That. When I think it's hilarious that you think your fluff content is your Tinder dates. Well, because I don't put pictures in it, so it's not as. <laughs> not that my pictures you can't, are I mean, good, there are legal reasons I, why you can't. No, but, but I like, still at least, it. like, on a post, I feel like I have this big conflict because, and I'm very transparent on my blog. I'm like, look, I'm taking this with my iPhone 7. It's not going to be a great picture. I edit it slightly in Photoshop. I wouldn't even be that but, transparent. But I'm like, listen. You'd be like, this is how I found it. Your girl isn't that great at this so just bear with me it like look back in a year and be like look how bad those posts were what do you write about now a little bit everything that i would want to see so i i it's always anonymous except for the last one that's coming out which i didn't make anonymous because i'm friends with this person i thought it was funny i might still make it anonymous if he doesn't think it's funny but (laughs) i didn't tell him (laughs) but um i was just like shout out to you you told me what a grind stop was do you guys know what that is? No, no. I'm old see, as fuck. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I, we were, like, walking in the park, and so apparently he was just like, well, in this town it's cool because their grind stops are leaves, so it looks prettier. I'm like, what's a grind stop? Their what grind stops are leaves? So they, they put them, uh, I'll explain, and then you're going to see them everywhere and be like, oh my goodness, this is so horrible. So um, they put grind stops on things, so skateboard people, skateboarders, don't grind oh, on this stuff but yeah. they also put them on benches so homeless people can't sleep, sleep on, on them, them which yeah. is they're like those little metal brackets they're the metal yep. brackets that make it so homeless people are not as comfortable and so skateboarders can't skateboard so i'm like not really for them but now i know what they're called and so like i shouted out to that on a post but i always talk about they're not i hope they're not mean but i'm <laughs> all right <laughs> i want the url Oh, I can't. It has my name in it. What are some other things you've done? This um, is so fabulous. Um, I I have a few queued up for the month. I have so many drafts. Um, I'm doing speed movie reviews where I do a paragraph. What? What are you looking at? You absolutely need to read what these motherfucking <laughs> Tinder boy things. I will not read out loud what the the header is. Because I don't want someone to figure out who our guest is and, like, harass them. But it's literally perfect. And, you know, growing up, when you wrote, read those, like, poetry books that were, like, the edgy, like, girl coming into herself that's, like, I saw you on the sidewalk. Literally, that's what it reads like. And I'm it's living fun. for it. Oh, my God. I mean, it's kind of, like, like I, well, here's the like thing. Like I said, I badass. I wrote them all at once, basically, because I haven't been on a, a date since, like, July. Because I kind of just was, like, over it. But now I'm thinking I might need to do more just because I almost ran out of posts. <laughs> but, like, here's the here's the truth about it. Some all met online. Okay. This one's my favorite. But I want to see which one. You said... Cool, girl. 
Wait, is this... No, this is the bad one, I think, because they were weird a month. Is this a... Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I'm not gonna read it out loud, because I, I again, don't say anything mean about any of them, except I think I called one short once, but that's not a bad thing. I just said it wasn't my thing. How am I not, like... Following this? Every blog. single day of my life. It was so good. Um, that's, <laughs> what? But you weren't tall enough for me. I literally took, I went out on a date with a guy, and then I made him go to the grocery store with me, and then I found the ravioli I really, really liked, and that was a highlight of the date, and not because he was bad, but because I really liked the ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. Just not worth it. This person was You such not a big worth deal. my time. <laughs> no, this person's such a, like, oh a big deal because like literally like it was one of those experiences where you meet someone and you're like holy shit like there was a moment where we were <laughs> gonna choke but we we were looking through each other's like spotify playlist and we both said the same exact thing at the same exact like moment and we just looked at each other like what and then i was just like okay you're kind of interesting overall you were a sad disappointment he only named two princesses. Is that the right one? Yeah. Yeah, he could only name, I think, Pocahontas and Snow White. Look, if you're going to be with Kit, yeah. you got to know at I'm least like, how a minimum did you five. Not know Ariel. I, I even read The Little Mermaid, and he was like, what is that? Ariel, like, that's Cinderella, Belle, yeah, that's Pocahontas. Enough. Oh my God. That's enough. Okay. There's also, um, um, I mean, Rapunzel's cool. She's, she's pretty cool. I mean, I like her. Um, I really enjoy that Kit does stuff about empties, as well as, as something I've them. never seen. But someone who really enjoys the beauty community, and mm-hmm. I literally watch videos on like beauty guru videos every. Never seen someone review a palette every day for thirty days and take pictures of either. what it was like. If you were to turn this into like actual videos, I think you'd be able to go places. To be honest. That's- I know we kind of went off topic, that's but what, I that's but okay. I just I really I like how I think that it is such a sign of where we are as a country that people are going to go out and make content and try to make things and be creators and be creative because they literally don't think they have any more time left on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they're like, you know what? We're all gonna fucking die. But like the more more our mortality is now like presented to us daily through a tweet about Kim Jong il. Yeah. <laughs> and like so yeah. they're just like, I'm gonna fucking do it. This is realer than church. Thinking about all of the social media. Oh, well yes, please get to my part is literally like what my dreams are made of. Because it's Christina. <laughs> having to talk about Facebook, Instagram, stalk people down the rabbit hole. And you want to know why, dear reader? You want to know why, dear listener? You want to know why? Because one time, Christina and I spent, and I kid you fucking not, about three days Instagram, Facebook stalking someone, finding out every little detail we could about their life. I, it started on a Friday night. By that Monday, we came back together and showed each other's notes. We compared notes, (laughs) and then we went further. I'm talking, we came back into the den at, like, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and when I left, it was 2 a.m. Oh, my gosh. 2 a.m. But I just want to tell you, Rachel, you can't tell me 
we're really good friends unless you've sat next to me on conjoined laptops Facebook stalking someone for yeah. the last, over the last 10 years. Any one of my old friends will tell you. Yeah. That's it is. There you go. And I, I agree. Because that's also <laughs> Rachel. That's, that's also yeah, Rachel. Yeah. That's also me. And, like, that's the thing is it's so easy. What I learned was it was also Kit. Kit yeah. is sitting in my car casually. I said that I accidentally called someone a friend from school that I had never met, but I had stalked on social media when they had a YouTube and they were annoying, but they were local. And so when I okay. heard of them around someone and I was like, literally never met them. Here you go. Take a drink if you <laughs> and told some and then told another person who uh, that you knew this person. Oh. If I took two more seconds, I would have never said anything. No, they're not. They're not so, friends. They don't know who you are. You want to know where this started? I think we Hold on. Yes! You can go Wait. through people's top eight. So, I'm a, I'm a baby. I know. And I thought my kids would No, I told my... My parents, when I was a kid, I said, I want a MySpace. You want to know why? I thought it was, like, literally MySpace. You create a house. Oh, my God. I thought it was, like, an interior design website where you got to build a freaking house. Kit, baby. Oh, my, my God. parents had to be like, Kit. that's not what it is. Kit, baby, you're, you're as, as a, a house third grader, <laughs> as a third grader asking to build a house on a website, because they were playing the same. So no wonder you got into Penguin Club. <laughs> we are going to. And webkins some... and all these stupid things where you build and you have your pet. And you need your... to become an architect. This I is literally, your portfolio. I'm so bad at math, but I can build so many. I, I will go in a neighborhood and be like, this house looks like it was built by someone who just started so, playing the Sims. There is no. <laughs> there is no. Deeper insults to an architect and designer that you can give them than this yeah. looks like Bless something you. that someone made for the first time in a sim game. Don't know game. how to use the roofing tools. <laughs> the windows aren't in the right place. It's okay. People, if they don't choose to censor themselves and if they choose to put everything about their lives on the internet leave themselves open for this so now it's a game of how far am i going to lock my shit down so other people can't do this to me while hoping that other people are stupid enough to not do this Except so that no. i can find about out about them we all live in this bubble of we think other people are stupid but they're not they're not <laughs> so people are stalking us and as we speak yeah <laughs> i hope they're not as cool okay as an avid fan this should come to no surprise to you that so Kit hasn't told me. I haven't said. Why. I'm like I want to lay down for this. I it's almost like, feel no, I like it's, it's too much. I, I just, but I just the fact that I that think it's relatable. Like, it's I mean, relatable. I think. I mean, the champagne does make me tired, but <laughs> I just I feel like if Christina doesn't know, then I need to lay down just so that I'm prepared. Wait, I need to think of. A, I had to fact check this because I honestly could not remember how old I was when this started, but. We're going to place it in the fifth grade because that is a pivotal time that in your is. life. Okay? You are you are um, probably still watching Nickelodeon and Disney Channel. You're ready to go to middle school. It's... So my friend, Ruthie, was going to a private school and had a very sheltered um, family at, mm -hmm. the, at the time. They're not as sheltered anymore. I hope not. She's an adult. How did you so. guys know each other? Um, through soccer. Oh. So we met through soccer, and this was when girls, where I grew up, were still nice. 
Okay, I was gonna say that's some California shit. Let me tell you the shady ass shit that happened with the Southern California Soccer League. First of all, the soccer moms and dads literally made their own soccer league because they didn't like the one their kids were in. So this was, I think, the first year we were in a different soccer league um, because they broke off from the original local soccer leagues because the soccer parents were pissed about it. So this was, I think, the I first year we broke I want to say that away. that's coding for, like, white people don't want their kids around. Like, they want to be able to be affluent, if you will. Well, let me tell you that I grew up in Southern California where we have a huge Mexican population. So that probably was a part of it. I was... Um, in like I said fifth grade so my memory is not going to be like the brightest like I said I had to fact check how old I was in this so um they basically switched leagues and I think it was the first year in the new league and let me tell you after fifth grade all the parents were horrible their kids were clicky everyone was going to the same middle school and I wasn't and so, so it's like no the friends. last perfect year it was the last perfect year the last year I made a really best friend out of soccer and every year I made a best friend and I'm friends with 90% of these people still, which says oh, a lot, cool. but after that, I was like, no, screw those girls, they are <laughs> no bitches. more friends. I yeah. hate them all. And I made this friend, Ruthie, who was a year younger than I was in grade school-wise, which meant I was, like, an elder and she was a baby, but she was in reality, like, seven months younger than I was, but uh, we became really good friends, and like I said, fifth grade was a pivotal um, age because you were about to go into middle school, so at the time... Um, one of the coolest things on TV, it had just come out, I think the year before, was Hannah Montana. Oh, I'm sure God. you all know the the ever so classy... I've never seen an episode, but I know the You premise. know what? This, Like I said, this is aging me to be... That's okay. You know. Doesn't matter. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. She was big. And I was in fourth grade when the first season came out, I believe, and it was the coolest thing because you're like, she has... She's a celebrity and she's got a wig. It's cool. Um... And so she was super into that, and she came from a really sheltered household. Ruthie so did. Ruthie, yeah. Yeah. And I was into it. And then I went to middle school. And then I became into Fallout Boy and the emos <gasps> yes. and all those sixth grade things. Twilight was a book that came out. Classic literature, really great content. Yeah. Um, it was a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm. <laughs> I was watching Smosh and stuff, and it was a really great time. But my Smosh. This was sixth grade in no, two thousand seven. I don't even know what Smosh is. What they're like? They're like the OG YouTube. Like there's a few like Fred. You guys like Fred? Might, I know you know Fred. like Fred on YouTube. I it you was like Fred at the beginning of YouTube. There were creators. Yeah, yeah. Smosh. Fred and like Shane Dawson were like the creators oh, at the time. And those okay. were the people okay. at the okay. beginning okay. of YouTube. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know they're not Jake and Logan Paul. It's okay, but they were popular. So like, that's yeah, what okay. I was getting into. But my poor friend Ruthie was still in private school. She was now in fifth grade. I was in sixth. Did she, she even have so, internet? Yeah, she went on HannahMontana.com probably, but she was still really into Hannah Montana. But here's the thing that was like all she had. And I wasn't about to ruin a perfectly great friendship because I was now an emo kid in middle school and she was still in Hannah Montana hell. So I lied to her about still liking it for as long as the show was on and she was into it, which was about five years. Oh my god. Um, Wait, so and every time you were at her house? We watched it and I would pretend and, the, and we would read magazines 
And that wasn't our only thing we bonded over. We had other things, but she loved it. What was I going to say? I don't like it anymore. I'm more into like 500 days of summer now. Excuse me. I'm in seventh grade now. Like I'm so mature wanting to watch these movies. Wait a minute. So your lie is that you were willing to lie about liking someone to be able to share a friendship with them. This is like the most wholesome fucking thing I've ever heard. So... But I'm looking back at it. So the thing is, she had a, a little brother who um, I was also friends with because I was always at their house looking over, playing and whatever. And some days uh, my friend Ruthie would be gone because she'd have to go pick something up for her soccer team because we obviously didn't stay on the same soccer team all these years. But uh, I would like be there and I'd just have to hang out with her brother. And one day I slipped up and said I didn't like Hannah Montana. Guess what he did? He told his sister. Oh. And the worst thing was, she came up to me oh my God. like a she week or two she... later and she went, you don't really like Hannah Montana. And I was just there oh, yeah. looking at her like, no, that's not true. But it's so hard because like I said, like you go from like elementary school where it's totally cool and then you're exposed to all of these things and all of these people. Yeah. And like, there's like, at the time that people are judging you. And like and... I said, there's these new things like YouTube is a thing now and like there's... Like, you can watch Salad Fingers or whatever. You don't have to be watching Hannah Montana. Yeah. So, I lied about it. But now, as a as in a young adult, I look back and go, Kit, were you lying about liking Hannah Montana or lying about not liking Hannah Montana? I don't know anymore. <laughs> oh, thing. my God. Did I actually slightly enjoy it? And I was sitting through it. And just wanted to hold on to that I was sitting through it. I think I was, like, a critical fan <laughs> at one point. Like, I don't think I just, like... Because I wouldn't be able to probably sit through it. I don't remember. But I I remember, here's, this is what makes me think I might have liked it. <laughs> it's because I sat and read Miles to Go, Miley Cyrus's book that she ghosts had someone write probably a about her wrote. feud. She didn't ghost write this on your reading list, listeners. Miles to Go, her feud with Emily Osment was in that you didn't know all those years. They weren't friends. They hated each other, okay? But I read it. By myself. Well, she wasn't there. I wasn't going to ever buy that book. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. But I read the whole thing in one sitting. So did I like it or did I not? I just realized that I had the same thing happen with my best friend when I was growing up. Really? This is a coming of age thing. It it must be. I think But what did you lie about? I, well, I didn't really lie about it to Uh my dad. Uh Or to my best friend as much as I lied about it to my dad. I kept telling him that, no, I did not actually like the girly magazines oh. that involved lots of makeup and whatever, and I would just go to my best friend's house and read them, mm. and then she, this where, this is where it gets weird, because it goes into my past in a weird way, but, like, she kept on asking me if I read, like, all the sections on sex in Cosmo and stuff like that, and I'd lie and say I didn't, and then when she'd go to bed, I'd go through and read them all. Great, that's a Because content. it's like you don't want them to know yeah. that you're, like, curious about yeah. it because then they're like, you're a pervert! And I'm like, I don't know, I just yeah. don't understand anything! Yeah. I just, I really racked my mind for that lie because I was just, all my lies are, like, they're super, you know, like, it feels, you feel bad about it, but if you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. If they really love something, like, how horrible would you be to just crush on it and say you really didn't like it? Like, preferences are, are fine, but... Being. I just think that this is the most, like, insane lie because it's it's one we've all told. 
Well, yeah, it's really like, genuine. It's, really it's genuine. very genuine. Well, like, I have a, a little brother that loves these, like, Funko Pop figures, which I think are, like, the devil. They're these, like, lifeless, beady eye figures. Hey, I'm sorry, that's a Washington company. You I know. <laughs> and here's the thing. I just think they're so unoriginal. I could draw someone with beady black eyes, no mouth, and then the outfit. you. No, and I'm pissed about it. I'm pissed about it because I could be a millionaire off of this shitty idea. And I respect them for their shitty idea, but I think they're ugly. But I love my little brother so much that I'm always like, we should go visit the the Museum. Funko Pop, whatever. And I'll go through all this garbage with you because you collect them. And I love you. And when I get gifted one, I'm like, I like the character. I think the design is garbage, but I appreciate it. And so I lie about that kind of stuff because... I mean, this is just that pure friendship love. Yeah. That's like that. Well, we're friends now, and she's all cool and vegan and hipster and Did whatever. you, have you told her that you did, that I'll you I'll just send about? her this and be like, just fast forward, don't listen to the rest of it. <laughs> you haven't oh my told God, her. You haven't told her. No, because she's cooler than me now. <laughs> she got a tattoo. I said she's vegan. She dyed her hair. She plays guitar, and she's just cooler than I am. And so she became the California dream girl. Yeah, she's, and she's got a lot of talent. She's like, you know, the new Hannah Montana. She's really cool. Um, but with talent. But, you know, I think I, I was a, a teacher aide in um, a class she was in in high school because we went to the same school. She was a year below me. And she had a Hannah Montana uh, pen in her bag. And I thought it was so funny. Like, I was a senior. She was a junior. And she had a Hannah Montana pen. But she hates Miley Cyrus now because of, like, how, you know, how obsessed she was. How obsessed she was with this one character, and Miley's obviously not the same person, so she just doesn't like her, and I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. That's <laughs> fine. We also bonded over um, defacing Kevin Jonas pictures a lot, so that wasn't our only basis of friendship, so sorry, Damn. Kevin. I'm really sorry, but you were just the uh, least popular Jonas brother, so... I mean, honestly, though. Kid. God, I'm that. I just love that. Like, (laughs) don't we all like in terms of like stuff that we see that brings pure joy Mm -hmm. that might not be our same thing, like. But in order to keep it up, that infectious enthusiasm and that really does like because it's funner when you share it with somebody. Like, of course, it's like so much more fun when like. I don't know, like we I sock people together. Yeah, yeah. like when you sock people together, when when you drag your boyfriend to a poetry yeah. reading, yeah. <laughs> like you know, and he goes because he's like it's not his thing, but like you know, you just don't want to shit on the thing that really brings your person joy. Yeah, so you don't want to do that. That's and you cool. were in, you know, what I love too is Kit was in a prime position and age to do that ruthlessly to oh, shit totally. on Ruthie's interests and the fact that you guys were at different schools and different ages and stuff you were totally would have been absolved in a court of law yeah for going with that behavior but instead you had the maturity not to go down that path well i mean in fact lying was the mature thing to do it was i also just look back and i think like out of all the things to pretend to really like that's not the worst (laughs) on that on that, on that note, note. <laughs> um, if you've got a secret or horrifying lie, you horrifying like, lie. horrifying like you kept, you were such a wholesome person and, and lied, a, few, a great friend, and a great friend, and kept a lie from your fr- and lied to your friend to keep a friendship. You can share it with us by emailing us at 
tbhtellusyourlies at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. Please tell your friends and give us a boost on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at tbhonestpodcast, and you can like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at tobehonestpodcast. Oh, and we're having a live show. We're having a live show. It's January 21st at the Pocket Theater. It's $10 online.